1: It's been a while. It's been a few weeks. Um, we have a lot of exciting things that happened over the last few weeks. We had a live show um, at Westside Comedy Club, and that was so much fun. We had me and Angela Riley, my lovely co-host. We had uh, Bill uh, Schultz and Joanna Osochinski We had uh, Aaron Berg, Justin Silva, John Fugel sang. Uh, we've had we had Evan Weiss. Uh, We had um, Gina Bisconti popped on in, and it was a show for shows. It was an amazing show, actually. It was uh, actually outrageous. We had so much fun, and um, we talked about all different subjects and uh, political correctness because uh, lately I've been getting, you know, I've been doing shows for like, I don't know, 16, 18 years of stand-up, right? And lately um, I've noticed that um, certain things I say are misconstrued or people are getting offended by what I say. And look, there ain't no hate in this heart. I ain't no hate in this heart. And uh, so I use the F word, not F-U-C-K, the F-A-G word. And I don't mean it as like, I don't like those figs. I don't mean that. I just mean like these guys who are usually straight. They're straight. And they're kind of like disappointing. And they're kind of like wimpy. And I it has no gay connotations. Okay, I get it. Like if you were a gay kid and everyone called you fag and you felt hurt by the word fag, um, I see that it would be a trigger word for you. And I don't mean to be a dick. But... I was calling a straight guy in the audience a fag because he was wearing a kitty cat shirt or or he's wearing a pussy. He was wearing a a shirt with a kitty cat with a pink bow. Okay, and he was straight. And another guy in the audience that was sitting in the back was so offended that I called his shirt faggy. He wrote me this angry Twitter like on and on and on and how I don't make homosexuals feel welcomed at my show. Now, let me tell you something about me and homosexuals. I make them feel overly welcomed in my vagina, first of all. And second of all, they're always welcomed at my show. And some of my best friends are homosexuals. I know that sounds terrible. And look, if they said to me, no, stay, my friend, you know, that hurts my feelings when you say that, I'd be like, okay. Like, you're, you know, you're my friend. But like, don't get upset because I called a straight man that was obviously looking for attention the F word I'm just it's like I get people have their triggers I get people get offended but like get offended by the right things and then he made it all about himself he ran on and on Twitter rant which I just blocked and then he complained that I blocked him I didn't answer I didn't pay attention and the reason why I didn't answer is because I know that it would escalate it not just with me I know a lot of people that follow me would like probably been mean to him and I was protecting him from my own friends. So, or not friends, or maybe friends. I was pretend- protecting him from being called f- a fag even further. So, um, I just thought I would share that with you. So, this, the live show, I'm waiting for Angela. She's uh, she's getting ready to come in. Uh, i trying to think of the excitement that has happened uh, this week for me. Um, the excitement of this week... What am I working on? Um, I'm deciding whether, you know, I used to do lectures on bulimia for many years and uh, anorexia, or eating. I was an eating disorder lecture, and I also did motivational speaking. And the last couple of years, I've been feeling very unmotivated myself. Um, I've had some, I've been mini, I've been, I've had some mini eating disorder. Uh, I mean, it's not like a. I guess it's a relapse. Like it's like it's not like I'm doing picking up like a, you know, heroin needle. But I've had some issues with the eating disorder, so I haven't really spoken about it, you know, to anybody, and I haven't really spoken about it to my therapist, and I kind of ignore it a lot. So I didn't really feel like speaking. Um. And um. I got a letter the other day. It was in my spam letter. It was in my spam box. I don't. You know, AOL, I have AOL still. I know I'm very t- 1999, but AOL basically loves to put things in spam, particularly Hotmail email addresses. And th- so someone wrote me, and th- the person had written me before, 10 years ago. And so it shouldn't have been in spam, obviously, but some things happen. And I looked at my spam, uh, um, and I got a letter that was very heartwarming, But it made me feel that I should be doing my lectures again because I know that it's helped people. I've gotten letters in the past and I, and I, I know that when I tell my story or when I speak about it and teach people about eating disorders, body image and health and what I went through, that it does help people because no one really talks about certain things sometimes, you know, um, but um, I'm going to read the letter I got. I'm not going to read the names. But it was like the universe sort of... Um, I, I want to read it to you guys. Okay, here you go. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, Stacy, let me message you. I'm not going to give any of the places... Um, the college or anything, so yeah, that's so. I'm not going to give the college, okay? Stacy, last time I messaged you, you were it was 2008. You spoke at college. This is in Florida. Just to, it was a it was a really fun gig, place. Uh, and and you, this, I'm I'm saying this, all okay. right? And you really touched my heart deeply. You can see our co- correspondence below, and that was the letter ten years ago. I hope you are doing well and that your ministry is thriving. We went through a huge loss lately. My daughter, my only child, was diagnosed with brain cancer. And I lost her this past November. That that broke my heart. Oh, the grieving process sucks. Her good friend messaged me tonight and is majorly dealing with eating disorders and bulimia. And has gotten worse since Sarah's passing. And I immediately thought of you. I know you thought, I know you could help her. I gave her your email in hopes that she will reach out to you in hopes that you're still helping those who are suffering. Her name is so and so. She has no support. And then she asked me to speak to her. So um, when I read that, I felt, you know, I I've, I've sort of given up on doing my lectures. I sort of didn't really want to do them. I just kept switching agencies. And I don't know. I was having my own issues, and after reading this, I feel like, you know what, I got to go back to speaking. I have to do it. I mean, not that I have to give anything up to do it. I mean, it wasn't like I was doing speaking or comedy or lectures or, or radio, whatever or acting. It just it was a part of what I was doing. And the late Mike DiStefano. I don't know if any of you guys know him, uh, Mikey D. He's, if you go to the stand comedy club, he's the part of the logo in 2004, he heard me do my bulimic joke, which is, uh, bulimia, you know, that is when you throw up your inner child or your uncle's sperm. That's my joke. It's like when you eat a lot and then you throw up your inner child or your uncle's sperm. It's a silly, dirty, awful joke, but, uh. It gets either shocks or laughs. Anyway, so um, he's like, well, you had you believe me I said, yeah. And um, I said, you know, I was getting i was better at that time. And he's like, well, you know, my agency needs a speaker on, on eating disorders. And I think you'd be great. I said, really? I'm like, I never did any speaking before. And next thing I know, I'm literally uh, going down to a college, up to a college in Syracuse doing a free lecture to do as an audition And next thing I know, I was doing, you know, 10, 20 lectures a year. And it was unbelievable. And I did lectures not only in colleges, then I started doing a little bit on my own with um, treatment centers, groups that deal with eating disorders, addiction. I talked to heroin addicts, drug addicts. I've been in uh, treatment centers speaking. So uh, I've done memorials. Uh, needing to sort of people that have passed. So I, I've been speaking. I don't really speak a lot about the fact I used to do speaking or what I did with that, but it was a pretty big part of my life and a pretty uh, inspiring part because as in comedy, I got to travel, um, but I got to travel uh, to colleges and meet wonderful people. I got to go and watch people heal. I got to speak to them and help them With my experiences and mirror, hopefully, what I went through to maybe make their lives better, and it was probably a more, you know, serious thing that I did. But um, all from that one dirty joke. Um, but I miss Mikey Stefano terribly. Actually, he was a really special person, and I don't know if any of our listeners know who he is, but please look him up, Mikey D. He was on Last Comic Standing at one point. Um. He has a movie that they put out on his life, "Heroin and Puppies," I think it's called, or "Drugs and Disease." It had a—he had HIV, but he didn't die of HIV. He just had a heart attack in 2010 in March. I remember, and um, he's repped by by—he uh, was repped by the guys who own the stand, uh, and uh, they were very good to him. And I miss him terribly. And uh, I don't know what else to say. He. He was an inspiring man and one of the funniest people you ever meet and one of the kindest people, but toughest people you ever meet, you'll, you'll ever meet. And I wish he was here with us today, but he's not. And uh, so this show's dedicated to Mikey D. Um, I know it's a weird day to dedicate it; doesn't have any significance today, but in terms of the date. But I just wanted to dedicate it to Mike. I was thinking about him today a lot. And uh, when I got that letter, I know he helped so many people. So many people suffering with drug addiction. So many people suffering from, uh, you know, addiction. And he would tell it like it is. He wouldn't bullshit. He was a straight talker. Funny, you know, as a comedian, he was brilliant. One of the best. And uh, my one thing, I always feel sad that he never... He's not here right now to make his jokes, to to um, you know, have grown even stronger as a comic. You know, he was already amazing, but you know, he would have been one of the geniuses of our day. So he is a genius of our day, but um, I wish he had these eight years to develop even more and I just miss him so much. So I don't know why I'm talking about this. I'm very emotional. I guess um my dad passed away about Pretty much two years to the date, and uh, I guess I'm thinking about that. A lot of mortality is coming up for me, and a lot of uh, a lot of mortality. I think that's what it is—a lot of mortality. But I think that um, it's like sometimes we don't realize dates until they happen. Like, oh, I'm feeling sad because this is two years ago. I mean, Snuggles was last year in June, and this is like two years ago to the date, pretty much. I think it's the 18th, yeah. So when this comes out, it'll probably be exactly two years that my dad passed away. So um, back to the comedy. I'm going to get Angela on the line. Um, I'm so happy, you guys. I'm sorry we didn't put out a podcast for two weeks. We had some technical difficulties with me and Angela. We'll discuss um, why we couldn't, we actually couldn't get the podcast on the show on, which was going to be our last week's podcast. But, you know, shit happens. I want to thank Radio Misfits. They helped, uh, they gave out t shirts. They gave me t shirts that said, uh, Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat. I want some more, Ed. I love those t shirts. And I'd w- I'll wear them um, when it get some Pressman Hour t shirts made up. So we'll be giving those out or selling them or something. And, um, and maybe some mugs with the "press of an hour" on it, so you could drink your morning coffee with my ugly face and my me and Angela's ugly faces on your. No, we're adorable. We're gonna put our faces on your um, mugs, and you can drink your coffee. If anyone knows um, how I like my coffee, you're gonna get a prize. You're gonna get a mug. You're gonna be the first mug to go. Okay, I'm gonna call Angela. Um, on Skype now thank you guys for listening to me I never really get a chance to talk alone okay and, um, and I like that I got to talk to you a little bit alone it opened up a little bit oh my god people are so weird oh I got you. Yeah, good for you what people are so weird okay this dating is ridiculous people are retarded Okay. Anyway, I'm calling Angela. Thank you guys for listening to me. It's the Pressman Hour. Today, now we're going to get silly. We're going to get crazy. Yeah, boy. Oh, God. I sound like a retard. Oh, don't say retarded. Oh, then the other guy said, don't say faggot. And P.S. Don't say retarded. All right. So I'm going to call my retarded co-host. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go now. Okay. I love that. Hello? Hello? Angela Riley's... I just uh, was talking a lot before you got on. That's
0: surprising.
1: Yeah, it was fun. but I What were you
0: talking about?
1: Well, I talked about my lectures a little bit, and I talked about um the guy, the faggot guy, that said I shouldn't say faggot or retard, so we both <coughs> don't have any friends. Um... I talked of my dad being dead for two years. I was very, very happy subjects, actually.
0: Yeah, that sounds like um things that will lift people's spirits on a Tuesday night. Well, well they won't hear this until tomorrow, but still.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't get a chance to tell anybody anything about myself. So I was talking about. my Oh, yeah. They read, know
0: nothing about you.
1: I read the letter. You're a, you're a, a mountain of mystery. I know. Fuck you or like a fountain, it. or a
0: fucking mountain, or fountain—I don't know. Um, One i, I told things. them about
1: the brain cancer bulimia email I read to them. I sent you. Um, that's not depressing. No, no it's not depressing at all. <laughs> I thought it would lift. I would. I thought it would inspire them to be better people because they all suck. Yeah. Who
0: our listeners?
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> they're all awful p- human beings. So I figured if I maybe I could make them not be an awful human being like me. I've already. You know, I'm already an awful human being.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much over for you. There's no changing you at this point. No,
1: I'm stuck. So, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, I was just telling them that we had some technical difficulties with our show, our live show. I didn't really get into, you know, I just thanked everybody who was on it. You could thank them too. I don't hope I didn't miss anybody. Um, uh, I'm I'm
0: sure you didn't miss anybody. Uh,
1: yeah, it it sucks that we had technical
0: difficulties because it was actually. An amazing show. It was insane. And unfortunately,
1: oh, you guys Small! will never hear it.
0: So it was. I want to thank Sherrod. Go back through the whole list again. I guess,
1: right? Yeah, I just want to thank everybody. The way it goes. They, <laughs> well, we didn't. Gino ended up becoming on the show because he yeah. Gino to,
0: was like a mistake, which he's used to hearing.
1: But he was good. To, was he good. was an accident. He was a happy accident. Uh, he,
0: he came, yeah,
1: he came to support the A and the yeah. S. A and S. Yeah. The, the yeah, it was hour. good. Yeah, we had, it was like all our friends were there and we had a packed house and we had, oh, and Rich Casella on guitar. We had a guitar player who was like, you know, and the people came up. It was like, we had a guitar player.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, the people that came
1: enjoyed it. Um,
0: I, I mean, it was my first time being on a stage in my life. So that was awesome. So
1: my friends, me and Angela in the beginning, for those that you will never hear, or see it because uh, you guys live far away, and we don't have any uh, remnants of the the show. Um, remnants. Um, Angela and I, Angela and I started the show, and we were like funny, like you know, like I'm a stand-up. I'm used to getting laughs. I know, not bragging, but um, Angela is not used to being on stage getting laughs. She's usually uh, behind a mic getting laughs in a studio. So, uh,
0: I, and it's me that's laughing at
1: me. Right. So she was excited and that was a, actually one of the most fun parts. I for me was you and I alone on the stage, like like Lauren Hardy or whatever the hell we were. Or yeah. Frank Frank, uh you know, uh who uh Dean Martin and who's the other guy?
0: I don't know. And, I remember I was on alive then. I don't
1: remember. One of the other guy with Dean Martin? My brain is I'm a senior muscle. I just wanna say um Jer- Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Jer- Jerry Lewis and DeMont, right. I'm probably the Jerry Lewis. You're probably the Is D-1. that who? Is that who it was? It better be cuz we're not we're really fucked up, Angela. Cuz I can't remember. I my really brain know. has died. My
0: mm-hmm. brain
1: I'm in my bedroom right now doing my show, which I like I actually like doing in my bedroom cuz I don't have to drag the shit around, but we might be going into a studio by the way. I have a friend uh one of our a studio and we're going to probably be going in there soon. Yeah. Yeah, um, a really nice studio, by the way.
0: So one of my coworkers that actually came to our live show, yeah. he was doing karaoke tonight, Stop and he's like, "You got a
1: singing career?"
0: <laughs> no, no, not he wasn't performing karaoke. He was the DJ doing the karaoke at a local place, oh, and he yeah. um, he always asks me to like come out and stuff, but I never go do any like support anything. But he's karaoke, so that's where I was just now. Like you I have had, pop to... I ran.
1: Huh. Did you have cocktails?
0: No, I had water because I'm actually doing very well with my diet right now. Oh that's so, great. So yeah, I'm trying to keep it in check. So anyway, there so I was out there watching, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say more depressing stuff. There were two guys there who completely were dressed like they should be in they look like they should have been in Boys to Men or like they had tried out for Boys to Men in the nineties but didn't quite make the group. But the one guy was singing, and I couldn't understand anything he was saying. But he was what, singing songs. What did songs. boys,
1: the men, sing? I forgot their songs.
0: Um, I'll make love to you. Uh, I'll make
1: love to you. Are they the um, African American water boy runs band? dry? Are they the African American huh? man boy band? Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: The black. They're boys amazing. Band? Okay. I've seen them
1: live.
0: Oh God, Angela! They are great. Lo- I have a picture of me with one of those. Angela from loves men.
1: all boy bands. She will fuck anybody in a boy band. So if you're in a boy band or a husband in a boy band. Or if you look like you're in a boy band. She'll put her vagina for you.
0: Yep. She's a
1: groupie for boy bands. My ex looked like he was in a boy band. Kind of. Gone bad. Anyway, but that's okay. He
0: looked like he was in the boy. He looked like the member of the boy band that.
1: Went, if, they syndrome, if they had Down syndrome, if
0: they had Down syndrome,
1: no, that ended up he in had, rehab. He's in the Down syndrome <laughs> boy band that they let the, them have. Well,
0: he does have a he does he does have a he uh, does have Down syndrome.
1: <laughs> I know he does not have Down syndrome. Um, but you could have mosaic Down syndrome where you don't really look like you have Down syndrome, but you still have it. Like you could tell you something's not quite right. Yeah, that's not nice. Is anything
0: I, right with any of us though? That's the problem.
1: I'm thinking of adopting a Down syndrome baby, so I shouldn't say anything. That's great. Well, at least the kid
0: won't know that you're fucking it up.
1: <laughs> I love you, mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: I was god. Just offended half so... the
1: audience cuz they're all retarded. Okay.
0: You know what would be funny if your kid ended up being like the 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 new the new version of like quirky and that you remember that show Oh, quirky? he's going
1: to work. She's going to if let me tell you something. that he's going to learn acting and he's going to be like the new quirky. Yeah. Yeah, be... but how hilarious that your Down syndrome baby <laughs> would end up more
0: successful than you. Oh, that's
1: not... a. <laughs> I would name Sorry, him Squirty. He'd be she'd be Squirty. Ew. Ew, Squirty. That <laughs> is so awful because she spits when she talks. All right, that's not nice. Because <laughs> I would I, I would have it. My, my yeah, I would have the, the. Yeah, I should probably just adopt one now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're they're giving those away.
1: <laughs> they are. They'll give me one. I know they'll give me one. I just have to get, I have to go Like, to the you school.
0: know, when you get, like,
1: there's certain kids you gotta, like, I don't know. They're,
0: like, they're, like, a hot commodity.
1: Well, they're all, because they're all love and no, you know, they're, they're not, they're, they're not, like, you know, they have issues, but they're not, like, autism that will kill you in your sleep, you know? Sometimes autistic kids will, like, beat you up. Who, autistic? Yeah, they get crazy. They can't hear the sounds and they have to have, you know. I guess it's mm-hmm. all levels. I mean, like, we shouldn't talk bad, but we will. Yes. We should but not oh, we talk had. talk bad. We had, speaking of kids, we had a kid on our show, Christine Man, and uh and uh, oh, Piper, yeah. and Piper.
0: I would like to say that it was Piper's first time on stage as well, but sad thing is is Piper's been on stage more than me already. Definitely. Oh, and by Piper, uh we should clarify, Piper that's Berg. Aaron Berg's,
1: yes. Baby baby he's the baby daddy of Piper Berg. Yes. Piper she, she looks like looks like they look like exactly And you kept right.
0: shoving the mic into Piper's face and Christine her. was like, "Oh my God, no! Like germs, baby."
1: Oh, I thought she liked it. I don't know. I'm sure the microphone's always getting shoved in her face. No, mm, I, and I don't know. And, I, and they let me pet her. Yeah, like a dog. I, I pet Piper. Sure, they appreciated that. I'm telling you, I'm terrible with children. I'm terrible with them. Horrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't need to convince me. I'm. I, if I would have assumed as much,
1: really, you would assume that? no. I, no. I mean, some people are very good with children. I, I, I don't, I'm good with animals, and I'm not good with kids at all. Like mm-hmm. I always say, the bad words in front of them, and I make me them too. not t- t- listen to their parents. I'm terrible. So yeah. Don't don't have me babysit your babies. Please.
0: Yeah, I don't want to babysit anybody's babies, if I'm being honest.
1: Well, I had a really weird experience. So I have a new psychiatrist. I don't mean to brag about my How often with the new psychiatrist? Well, I know I moved. What happened to the old black guy? No, no. This, he's my psychologist. He talks to me. Oh, Jesus. You know that they, they aren't working. What do you mean? No, no. You're I haven't seen the black crazy. man. The black man. And I, I, I've been having trouble getting to, to my old neighborhood. So I, because I have, you know, I can't travel an hour and a half on the train or the Uber is like $50. So I, um, I haven't seen my black man, psychiatrist, which he was very good for me. But my psychiatrist, psychologist, he's my talk guy, my med, my med chick is in my hood and she asked me some questions. And one of the questions was, were you sad that you never had babies? Are you sad? Do you, you try to have babies? you get babies the babies die in your belly. why'd she bring that up that's so rude <laughs> well she I guess they are a bit you know first of all I you know I never had a baby as you know right I never had a baby and I guess mm-hmm. a lot of people my age by in my, in my you know early mid 40s. 20s like, yeah 20 late very late 20s early 40s um <laughs> early <laughs> 50, 40s. um <laughs> You know, wanted babies and they put, you know, uh, fertilities in their vaginas and they put like, you know, ovaries and they try to do all these things. And, you know, I I was married. I don't mean to brag that I was married, but I was I was married. I I was a married woman. How'd that go? Didn't go well. I hated being married. I know most girls go on Tinder, Bumble, they try to meet a husband. And that's, I don't think that's me. I think I'm just trying to get free drinks. But anyway, or food, whatever comes first. Um, that's really what's happening with me and the dating. is It's basically drinks and food, and I'm thrilled. Um, and uh, it didn't go well. We didn't want to have a baby. We didn't talk about having a baby. I didn't want to sleep with him after a while. Um, mm-hmm. He probably didn't want to Did sleep he stink? With... That's not nice. I'm just asking. He didn't stink. I mean, he's. Friends oh, okay. to... I didn't say he's like he did. friends I with people asked. like that. We know, like, he's friends with our friends. I did not say he stunk.
0: I asked if he stunk.
1: He was a very hot boy bandy-looking guy when I met yes, him. Yes, he was an attractive man.
0: I saw his pictures, but just because you're good-looking doesn't mean you don't have smelly balls.
1: No, he didn't smell. He didn't like blowjobs. jobs. Um, so I wouldn't really know if he did smell. Oh, okay. Um, he basically. We broke up, as you know. We got divorced in 2012. He got remarried to an Asian, and um,
0: we which were, is probably why you're obsessed with uh, doing your Asian, uh, your no, evil I Asian always, accents now. I thought they
1: were <laughs> passive aggressive cons, No. I like some Asians. No, I, I I should date an Asian. My friend dated a Japanese guy for many years. She's a Jew, Jew and she dated a Japanese. So my senior prom date was a Japanese know, guy. you, you well, like your, you like that look, like Eurasian look. She, Angela, we, we became, Angela and I came in contact with a mixed breed Asian white, and it, and Angela was attracted. That sounds like I sound yeah like, I thought he was cute. I don't mean to sound like David Duke. I sound like David Duke. A mixed breed Asian white. Or an old yeah, lady that was that's a weird 19- description <laughs> mixed breed i shouldn't talk like that no i like all people um, most of them um i don't even like white people but anyway um i i feel so yeah you like that look i like that look my, too uh
0: you know how you said you just said the um, he looked a little Asians bit yeah always he, sound like aggressive or whatever one day
1: now uh, my
0: <laughs> my ex mm-hmm. he uh he, well, you know, he was drunk a lot. Uh, he the one with one that time, mongoloid? Oh, no, I'm no, he one time he was in a he was like getting a taxi ride home or something or Uber or something, and um it was an Asian and he like calls me all pissed off. Because he thought that the Asian guy was trying to like fight with him and kept yelling at him. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that's how they talk. Like, he, but he was so drunk that he like felt like the Asian was getting aggressive with him.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Cause I'm was, like,
0: he was probably just saying, where you want to go?
1: Well, you put it in the thing, yeah, you, they get mad. They have like a mad voice and their personality.
0: Oh, yeah. I know. My, 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 I get my uh, hair
1: done in an Asian place because it's very cheap and they do actually do a good job but the thing is like they know like one person understands english and then then the rest of the people don't so the one person has to translate everything you say so it's so you can't uh. do anything crazy with your hair like you can't like get a haircut like you, it'll, come, it'll come out bad well
0: i just went to my uh asian nail lady today
1: oh that's not a i've stereotype. been going to her
0: for like well, I didn't make her have the job. I'm just saying I went to her today. Well, She's you keep her employed. My so you're
1: you keep your employee. So you your, you're you're continuing the stereotype. She's married to an Italian oh. man. Yeah, of course. She probably sucks his dick hard. Anyway, I suck her dick hard. A big Italian dick. I suck it hard. Then I do nails. I do nails now. You do not now. Sorry. Oh lord. Guess I have a dick! So um, gotta, you got. I have to not be mean anymore. I
0: didn't even get to tell my story. So, so I went to see the. I said to karaoke. My coworker, yeah, let's go back to that story. Fifteen minutes ago, he's DJing so, the karaoke,
1: which I couldn't think of DJing the worst. The Can I say one thing? T- I, I, pity, I That's probably my worst nightmare is to be in a karaoke room and having to put the songs on for the people to squir- squirrel out their songs. And <laughs> that's the word, squirl. That's <laughs> so. Squirrel- like I, I, I would I would kill myself. All right. Oh, uh, what? Well, maybe
0: I did finish the story. Does he so make good two money? Guys, yeah. yeah, we
1: all we all do. All right. No, no. In that job, when he does a karaoke, is like that, is that good, decent money for the night, or it's that's all
0: right for sitting there for a few hours press on a a Tuesday night have, or whatever? Just get earplugs. Okay, go on. So there's two guys there, and they're dressed like they should have been in boys to men. But the one the one guy used to be a very good singer.
1: But he had a stroke. Oh, that's sad. Why are you depressing the audience again? So, so that. yeah,
0: so I was listening to him sing and at first I was like, what the fuck, right? Because I'm like this song, I know this song, but it don't sound like this. But then I found out like what happened, like why he sounded the way he sounded. I thought he was just not, not um, pronouncing properly. Like he was, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of a. Uh, a little bit of Ebonics or something. But he actually had had a stroke.
1: Is that a language you learn in college?
0: No, that would be... You've heard of Ebonics before.
1: that? Um,
0: he was singing Reuben Stuttered's song. Do you remember Reuben Stuttered? He was the second... I believe the second American Idol winner.
1: Oh, I thought he was a judge.
0: No, he was the second winner, the big black guy that beat Clay Aiken.
1: Oh, wow. I don't watch that show.
0: Well, you should.
1: Kelly well, Kelly Clarkson is what I remember.
0: Yes, she was the first winner. And mm-hmm. then Ruben was the second winner. Anyway, so he was singing a Ruben Stuttered song and then he sang another song that I liked, but I forget what it is already. But anyway, I was there for a few minutes, drank a water, came home, now I'm doing this. Trying to think of what else interesting happened lately. We had the show. We already talked about that. The show was really amazing. I feel like you're texting while I'm talking, Neil. No, no. And that is so inappropriate.
1: Why do you? Would you say that?
0: I My don't know. I hear.
1: <laughs> mm, I hear a lot of clicky. Um. That means the audience wants to hear the fl- clicky. You
0: know. You know. You know our friend that likes feet. You know our friend that likes feet.
1: Yep, I know that friend very well. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Well, that friend sent. Oh, okay, that's not what I wanted to say. That friend asked me today Uh-oh. if I would send him the scab from my stitches from my cut so that right. he could make so that he could make soup with it. Was he joking? <laughs> I hope he was joking. I mean I hope I just ignored it. That person actually got my cell phone number and the way that they got my cell phone number, listen to this. On the Pressman hour thing. There was a button on there. I don't know what I did, but there was a button on there that said call. And when you hit the button, it sent it to my damn cell phone. Wait, 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 so wait, wait. That
1: wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. What, 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 what Pressman Hour thing?
0: On our Instagram.
1: On our Instagram. I yeah, oh, by for the some way, can you tell reason. them I don't even have the code for the Instagram?
0: Okay, everyone, if you didn't hear what she just said. For some reason, she wants me to say it again. She doesn't have the code to the Instagram. I'm not allowed to touch it. I'm not allowed to touch it. She doesn't let me touch it. I run the Instagram because I'm the photographer, so I'm the one in charge of photos. That's fine. She has enough fun running her own Instagram, taking pictures of her face and her tits every day. I do. I run the
1: Pressman Hour. No, we take pictures of, of our lives. When Mm you, what am I going to take pictures of when I have no one to hang out with? I don't know if I don't see, maybe just don't take a picture that day. I you didn't see take a po- picture. pictures up
0: on my personal one every day.
1: You take pictures of the brides, and the grooms, and then you say that's my work poem. one, though. And the moon came and the sun came and then we were in love forever. And your eyes fell out of the sky like a diamond in my in the sky.
0: Yeah, that was a good one.
1: <laughs> um. So can I write a poem so, for one of your pictures, please? Yeah, let's have a poem sure. contest. I said, I, yes, so so this is the so we're gonna make a Pressman hour mug, right? And then anybody who guesses how I like my coffee would get the mug. They now have what know. the
0: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that hard. There's only don't a few say options. it.
1: Don't say about it. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's only a few options. I know. They, the first person that guesses will get a mug.
0: Oh, the first person. That's a little. We got to
1: design the mug together. We got to figure out how we're going to do that. I, we, um, I think it should have a picture of your mug on the mug and your mug drinking coffee.
0: Oh, there you go. It that be, sounds great. Should, it should be
1: our pictures on the mug, drinking the mug, drinking, the mug, drinking from our own mugs.
0: Oh my right? God!
1: That's so. We should do that.
0: Yes, mugs, mugs everywhere.
1: I should, Why don't they have twelve months of my tits calendar? I'm kidding. Joking.
0: Talk to Torelli about that.
1: I don't think anyone would buy that. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. I don't know.
0: He said, Um, I was I watching a little bit of. Uh, I miss him. I know. I know. He's. Uh, I was talking to him today. What's he up to? Mm, you know, not much. We watch a show. with Me and Steve have a mutual a show that we both program love. You share
1: a program. A
0: program, yes, and it's on tonight. So you know, what
1: program is it?
0: It's called The Challenge. We talked about this before. Oh, right,
1: right, right. I don't watch. A, I don't so, have a program.
0: Yeah, well, I watch The Affair. I watch The Affair. More.
1: I watch The Affair. I watch Homeland. Uh, the Affair. I'll tell you my programs. Uh, I'm dying up here. I like that. I watch Crashing because everyone I know is on it, and I auditioned, but I haven't got in yet. Um, oh, I just burped. Um, I like that program. I like uh, all my programs go off the air like for a few months because I had to record them. Ray on Donovan.
0: Homeland, on Homeland, my boss loves it, but he said that there's a crazy broad on there that he feels like would be you,
1: the main character. You- the, the yeah bipolar. I think the one that she's kind of
0: like nuts yeah, yeah but she's
1: brilliant yeah I love her I, I relate to Carrie I'm kind of like that too like I'm obsessed utterly obsessed with a high IQ but totally out of her mind yeah that's me
0: wait you have an uh, are you trying to convince people you have a high IQ I actually
1: do that's the problem that's why I'm so neurotic I don't, I don't play up that I'm smart I'm actually a dummy but I happen to you absorb a lot of things and my plus I'm burnt out for my meds but besides that I'm a, yeah I've been drinking too much not like a lot I haven't been drinking but I've been drinking too much
0: I haven't even drank I had a glass of wine like a few days ago that was about it though I haven't been drinking can
1: I tell you about my crazy date I had the other day
0: I mean if you're I mean if you have to I no, guess no
1: it's so crazy I met him online because that's my new thing shocker no no I've been going on a lot of dates like just a lot very yeah, little I sets. know. Right, a lot of dates, <laughs> right? So, and I don't invite them anywhere. I don't co- invite them to shows. I keep them out of my life. You know, like for the most part, they're just like so. I, they're usually one or two dates these guys. So, um, <clears throat> so this guy meets me. He's okay looking. He has a giant jeep, like a kid would, <laughs> like with lights, like thirty thousand dollars of lights in on them.
0: Is like, he from South Jersey? Because that's like a thing. No, he's from Brooklyn.
1: He's a Brooklyn guy. He's, he's from a religious, I'm going to give you his details. Someone's going to know him. He's really, he was religious, meaning that his family, his family was religious Jew. So he's coming from a, but he's, he's not. Jew? He, what he's not. Like, this is where it gets weird. So he's not. That happens a lot. People just, you know, just are Jewish, but they're not religious. They don't, they're brought up that way and they don't do, you know, they're just normal. You know, yeah, but
0: once a Jew, always a Jew. Am I not, am I right?
1: No, you're still no. Jewish, but you're not like okay. doing the hol- you know you're not doing all this stuff.
0: Okay, you're not lighting the menorah.
1: No, you light the menorah, but you don't do like there's like there's different you know like you know how you do Christmas we do like there's like the different levels there's like religious that they don't go out on Shabbos and then there's like the you know the normal secular Jews like me that just you can filter Does place. every
0: Jew have a dreidel?
1: No, it's a dre- dreidel's a toy. You get it in the store for like a dollar. What are you talking about? It's like, you don't so have- it's not like a thing
0: like no, every- it goes, he- it's like
1: it's like it's like it's like a Santa Claus thing. It's like a uh, Rudolph the Red-O's reindeer toy. It's like, you know, it's, it's not religious. It's like a toy. Yeah, but it's a Jewish toy. Yeah, it's geared towards Hanukkah. Just like whatever mistletoe is geared towards Christmas. It's sort of like that. Yeah.
0: Okay, so do do most Jews get know. a dreidel
1: at some point in their life? Yeah, they're fun. We could play dreidel. It's just like a it's a it's a spinning thing, and it goes it lands on like a letter, and it means something. It's it's like a sweet little toy. It's nothing exciting. <laughs> okay, chai is a really nice symbol. It means like eight. It's like good luck. Chai, it's it's a good. That mean, just means hello. No, ch- no shalom means hello in hebrew it's hebrew it's just another language it's not a language it's not really a really it's a, another language you know so anyway so it you, sounds flummy it's a flummy language yeah jews are fl- generally flummy is it because they eat a lot of dairy well the thing about um people who are kosher is that you, you like you can't mix meat milk or meat